Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright, back in the studio with Tyler D and have you met B? Let's put him up. Hey. Hey, How are we feeling tonight? If we were going to have any more fun tonight, we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. (laughs) We're going to be whistling zippity doodah out of our fucking assholes. (laughs) Well done. It's going to be good. Well, Blair, if... You had enough money, would you build an entire city? That sounds like a lot of work. I don't know. Oh, I could totally handle it. It'd be so fun. If it was an option, would you do it? Sure. Akon did. That's big news. Oh, this, this is week. like happening. This is happening. <laughs> it's going down already. This was a headline this Acon. week. Akon. That's like, huh? Yes. Akon is building a crypto city. With its own A-coin currency. Okay. A-coin. A-coin. Oh, I can already uh-huh. tell how it's spelled. Pulled this from grunge. Lots of people have entered the cryptocurrency game in recent years, but according to Decrypt, few folks have decided to dive in as deep as Acon. On January 13th, 2020, the musician confirmed on Twitter that he had finalized the agreement for his own city in Senegal. Senegal is in West Africa. Africa. And it is like the Republic of Senegal. I don't think it's technically a country. Um, the planned metropolis will be called Akon City. Yes, it will. Okay. <laughs> and the president of Senegal, Mackie Saw, has reportedly gifted Akon a cool 2,000 acres of land in a seaside village called Bodine for its construction. I like how he just calls it Akon City. Like, he didn't get, like, creative with, like, a super cool, like... No, no, no. You could come up with, like, any name. It's like, no... Just gonna go Acon City. I only have one name in mind. <laughs> yeah, Acon <laughs> City. Can just city. hear like rocking in there, coming into the city. Your hey. money is no good. It's completely useless there. The only currency Acon City will accept is a coin. A cryptocurrency Acon is planning to launch on July 2020. Akon City is supposed to be an ultra-futuristic high-tech town while also being advertised as an environmental campaign and sustainable tourism village. Oh. It's also a 10-year project that Akon says won't even reach stage 2 until 2025. Long-term do-good projects certainly seem more on brand with Akon than a side gig as a Bond villain, seeing as he has a history of large-scale charitable actions in Africa. Oh, that's cool. For instance, CNN yeah. tells us, his Akon Lighting Africa project is working to provide electricity to roughly 600 million people on the continent. Damn. In fact, he says that a big reason he's involved in the blockchain and cryptocurrency is because he feels they bring the power back to the people and could be the key in saving Africa by allowing people to advance themselves independent of the government. He's not alone with his thoughts either. Reportedly, Twitter CEO and huge Bitcoin fan Jack Dorsey has similar feelings about Africa's potential cryptocurrency market as do the United Nations. Wow. So he like he has a reason behind it. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm feeling a little better about that. It's those. not just for ego's sake. Building a yeah. city out of ego's sake. However, like there's just kind of two ways to look at it. 
you know, he's he's doing it for Africa. He's bringing the for power sure. back to the people. Cryptocurrency is the way to do that. <laughs> if you were going to do that and build that city, wouldn't it be like New Africa? Yeah. Like the Republic of the People <laughs> yeah. of the West Side of Africa. <laughs> no, no. Akon City. Akon City. Yeah, that sounds like, I mean. Akon City. The national anthem's going to be smack that. You know it. Don't even have to say it. The national anthem is going to be an auto-tune. You already know it. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Acoin, Akon City. This is ridiculous. Yes. I mean, I love what he's doing. You could go see a concert at the Akon Amphitheater. (laughs) There's one. Plays every night, all year long. A concert. 8 to 12, Akon. You some... All Akon, all day. You some Akon Azonian Prime to stream your favorite flicks. Now you can watch some Akongo or a conjuring <laughs> if you have a conflict or a concern you can go take it to the a congress <laughs> oh my god That's yeah i don't hilarious. know about that i don't know about that i mean he's doing it he's doing it he's it's it sounds like we'll see how it goes it's, he's trying to help so yeah, you can't there's like good intentions fault the guy for trying to help right. so good good on him for trying hopefully it's all he's like people know my name we're just gonna yeah. do you think if you get something? in trouble in akon city you're just like forced to listen to locked up for however <laughs> like your sentences you know that's what they're playing in 10 months of 10 akon months of city. locked up still you don't find my motive <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well let's uh i'm going sounds like a fine place you can check it out it looks the really futuristic like the, the pictures and the, the concepts time. and everything actually look really cool no i bet it's gonna be awesome i don't know i want to see if it actually I mean, happens i, I want to see what, like when it actually happens the photoshop sounds Acon amazing City. let's do transition into some utopian towns mm-hmm. and okay. some off-grid societies yeah. and some people yes. that have tried it and do like do this before okay. that did make it work. Okay. Seven planned utopian towns that you can visit today, starting with Euroville, India. Ask anyone in Euroville who started the town, and the residents will tell you it was the mother, a woman who dreamed of a unique city where nothing is owned by anyone and everyone lives in peace and harmony without politics, religion, or nationality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they'd be right. In 1968, a woman named Mira Alfasa, the mother herself, defined Auroville's character, noting Auroville belongs to no one in particular. It belongs to humanity as a whole. Auroville wants to be the bridge between the past and the future and thus open the town for its residents. Designed after a galaxy surrounding a banyan tree in geographical center with a gold plated sphere full of meditation rooms that took 37 years to build. Damn. Sounds beautiful. Sounds beautiful. You, anything utopian, and I'm, I'm there. Like, I get the thought behind him, like living all in peace and harmony and together, and all is one and one is all. Right. Like, but there's no way that lasts. Tyler. You think that How lasts? many days straight of peace and harmony <laughs> could Blair get through without just popping? <laughs> I'm going to say two. Two days. And then after that... I would love... Two days? Oh, I give her four, four and a half <laughs> no hours. Way. You think I can't do <laughs> no. straight peace? No, I think you can... I would love that. It's not that. No. And it's not the communal aspect of it. The living situation, you mean? Think of Wanderlust. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. No door. 
See, the concept behind it, I love, but then, like, yeah, I do actually think about, like, okay, so I'm out there, like... No door. She's not quite, like, showered, and, like, mm-hmm. everyone's, like, just living in each other. You like to like, watch, and... you don't like to participate. Like, you think you want to be in the shit, but when you're in the <laughs> right? shit, you're, you're like, like, I just want to watch this. Like, it, it's interesting from the couch. <laughs> See, I think part of me think is, like, just in the my past life or something, I definitely was, like, super hippie. Like, there's a part of me that is so connected to that world, and I'm all about peace and love, and I love all of that. But definitely living in like a situation mm-hmm. where just there's just everybody. It doesn't always have to be a peace and love commune. There's plenty of non-peace and love. You need communes. the negative so that the positive is that much more sweet. I'm right? Not, I don't. I don't know. I just think that like I just need some civilization. Like I think like maybe just because I was so born like you need some big structure. city girl. Like right. you need I. Literally could barely like get away with going to college in a teeny town. Like I was like, get me to like, I need more people. I need life. Like I felt like I was like so disconnected. And there was a lot of people in that town, you know? Yeah, for sure. But it's just like when you're from such a big city, it's just like, it's it was already culture shock. So yes, when I think of me actually living in one of these communities, I don't know if I could actually Let's talk about these communities. The Maharishi Vedic City in Iowa. This one's in the U.S. This one square mile city in Iowa, incorporated in 2001, is the only city in the country officially built on the principles of transcendental meditation. The practice has been going strong since the Beatles introduced it to the wider world in the 1960s by following transcendental meditation's founder, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The foundation of Maharishi's Vedic city in Veda, an ancient Hindu principle that prioritizes harmony, balance, and natural law. A group of transcendental meditation followers founded the town, and now a five-person council acts as the city's government. Every home is designed the same way, to promote those tenants and follow the path of the sun, all facing east with a golden roof ornament, a fence surrounding the property, and a central space in the house meant for silence. Each building is arranged on one of ten circles in a large constructed ring. There's an open-air observatory built from sundials and designed to replicate the structure of the universe to teach children the ways of transcendental meditation in twice-daily sessions in addition to their regular schoolwork. Love it. I could do that. Like, that could be cool. It should be required. kind of place. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, that could be cool. Yes. And they have the structure and structure, what things that yeah. you would find in the city, like since its inception, synthetic pesticides, fertilizers, and non-organic food have been completely banned. You know, there's a large organic farming business that distributes to nationwide chains, renewable energy powers the city. Can you just, yeah. like, go check these places out? That's a good question. Yeah. Is there, like, a drop-in fee? Can you just hang out just for a day or two? Right. This sounds amazing. This next one, see. I know that you can because I've been there. Yeah. Arcasanti, Arizona. Yes. When it opened in 1970, Arcasanti's founder, Italian architect Paolo Soleri, imagined the small Arizona desert complex would evolve into a city of thousands of people, all living together in harmony in what he called an arcology, a community where nature and architecture work together to create a harmonious experience. The goal is to bring everyone together in a complex that both limited damage to the earth and also allowed everyone to feel happy and fulfilled. 
Mm-hmm. It's all about the architecture and the structure. Like Love they that. they have like they made like an amphitheater out of like this all natural like rock that was like already there. They made this giant amphitheater and it has like the like acoustics that supposed to be better than anything else. They have all these jazz Ooh, concerts and what's not. I've only been there so the once. Went there like by accident and you could go and check things out. It's cool. Like there's a whole lot of people oh, that I live there. Go. They'll tell you about it. They kind of like give you looks, but they want you to take the tour. Yeah. So people live they there. They push you to take the tour. Oh, yeah, people they live want there. you. That's how they make their money so that Have they can on the tour? buy their seeds to grow their food so they can eat. Come. I remember going to that place when I was a kid, eight, nine, ten years old, something like that. And I'm damn near 40 now. And it's still up. It's still going. Still so going. it's it's how successful. How many people live there, you think, like mm. roughly? Maybe. I, I have no I think idea. Like, I think there's like probably like 50 or 60 full-time residents, something really? like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, it would be cool to live in just a place with just such, like, different architecture that really, like, spoke to the energy and, like, set the mood. Like, that's just cool. Right. And where it is in in the state, there's nothing around it. Literally there nothing. There is to be, like, there's completely remote. Around See, it. and that's where I get a little... Like, you have to take like a road... Like, it's super off. cool, like you said, for, like, two days, and then I'd probably be like, okay. There's an exit off the highway, and that road turns into a smaller road that turns into a dirt road that turns into no road. Yeah. It's just rocks. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you're in the you're desert. You're in the desert. If Amish country was in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Freetown Christiania, Denmark. Christiania... The anonymous neighborhood in Copenhagen, formed in 1971, was founded by a journalist deep into the free love movement. Jacob Lovinson envisioned a self-sustaining society built from scratch, though using its pre-existing buildings since the site had been abandoned army barracks already, with the goal of maintaining the psychological and physical health of a group over an individual. In practice, things quickly fell apart. Drugs took Uh hold, (laughs) and residents didn't want to cooperate with the police. Christiana became a home for hardened narcotics and a green light district for selling marijuana. Drugs and crime are still a problem there, but the commune continues to thrive. Houses are beautifully painted, and the entrance to the neighborhood takes visitors through a sculpture park made from reclaimed and recycled items. Cool. So it is a very fancy and good-looking drug den. <laughs> Check out your art and sculpture. Enjoy the architecture, the way to get your beautiful drugs. Yeah. Enjoy your time here. This exhibit on the right is made from reclaimed needles. <laughs> Always recycle. Don't touch anything. Safety first, everybody. I feel like most of the very important artists of the world... And we're just using their art to pay for their drug habit. For sure. You know? The art is paying for the drugs. The drugs is paying for the art. Yeah. Got a couple more here from HuffPost. Want to escape the modern world? Nine utopias that really exist. Here's a couple of them. The Farm in Lewis Country, Tennessee. In 1971, a group of 300 flower children and free thinkers left San Francisco to blaze a trail out east, settling in rural Tennessee to become the founders of what is now America's oldest hippie commune. The farm, located just outside Summertown, is still around to this day and was subject of the 2012 documentary American Commune. Now composed of roughly 200 members, the vegetarian community was founded on and still lives by their core values of nonviolence and respect for the environment. So, like, that's more your traditional 
Commune. Feel yeah. good. Commune. Yeah. Classic Commune, yeah. 70s. Free love. Yeah. Free thinking. I'll grow the peas. You bring the booty. Everything will be cool. Right? I love you. You love me. We're all together. <laughs> like Linda meet Linda. Linda. <laughs> That's all I can think. Oh, my gosh. No, tell us. Is there any other ways that George completely ruined your life? <laughs> <laughs> completely failed you. <laughs> Green Bank, West Virginia. Green Bank is a safe haven away from the reach of technology where the electrosensitive can come to escape the digital world. Mm -hmm. The small town is located in a U.S. national radio quiet zone, a 13,000 square mile area where electromagnetic radiation, yes, that includes Wi-Fi and cell phone signals, is banned so as not to disturb the National Radio Astronomy Observatory. About 150 people have moved to Green Bank and created a community for the precise purpose of escaping radiation, which they believe is harmful to their health. Life isn't perfect here. There's no grocery store, no restaurants, no hospital nearby. A resident of the town recently told Slate, but here at least I'm healthy. I can do things. I'm not in bed with a headache all the time. So I think it's for people very like, highly sensitive to yeah, radiation. Yeah, and I get that. If you just want to yeah. live in a place, how's nothing? Anything right. electrical, EMP, so, status. So like Better yeah. Call Saul. It is. Like, yeah, that's Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> anything, any radiation like want, whatsoever. I mean, I bet What's most Green of Bank like? Oh, it's the exact opposite of Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That explains it. I feel like most of these communes that we're going to like have limited you know electronics and things like that right yeah, like they're yeah. not gonna have like all their computers out and wi-fi and tech stuff right you don't like to think so but a lot of them do really for sure for sure is that off the grid i know this one is completely off the grid finca bella vista sustainable treehouse yeah. community okay that sounds fun in costa rica grid that Talk about that Costa Rica Frica. <laughs> Finca Bella Vista is probably the closest that real life can get to Swiss Family Robinson. The sustainable treehouse community is comprised of more than 25 elevated structures as well as a base camp community center located deep in the Costa Rica rainforest, so more than a mile and a half from the nearest town. Its typical resident is a laid-back, environmentally conscious American, according to the founders Erica and wow. Matt Hogan, who started building Finca in 2006. So it's a bunch of Americans, Americans living in Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Check it out, man. Yeah. Um, could we not totally do that, we though? We made the coolest treehouse ever. I could That'd do, be so fun. I could do that for, like, maybe a weekend. <laughs> As vacation time, or you would want to like look over, over and see like Tyler and I in our treehouse and be like, "Oh hey, like me too." For sure, and then look down and be like, yeah, "Where's Walgreens? <laughs> I can't see it from here." I gotta get a be like, "Yeah, do you have any bug spray in your treehouse? Because I ran out." And these Mom Costa would be Rican like killing mosquitoes. everything with bug spray. You guys think DoorDash delivers or? <laughs> Oh, yeah. We may not last as long yeah. as we think. I don't think so. As soon as the ayahuasca wears off, we're going home. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Let's talk about the Echo Village in Ithaca, New York. Hi, we're from uh, Echo Village, Ithaca the Ithaca chapter. chapter. Looking for <laughs> a place to party. 
It'd be a place, place to crash. crash. <laughs> Created in 1996, Ithaca's Echo Village is yes. a sustainable, intentional community and education center, Ooh. which describes itself as an alternative model for suburban living, which provides a satisfying, healthy, socially rich lifestyle mm-hmm. while minimizing ecological impact. Okay, All I like right. it. Tyler, hit her with your words. <laughs> hit her. Hit her, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> You sure it's the truth? Or are you sure you're not just lying to us? <laughs> if I wanted to get lies all over my face, I would have stayed in porn. Okay. <laughs> I want to get lies all over my face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tyler, I know you have some some familiar names that So here's a list of folks that uh grew up in communes or you know, cults for a lack of a better term. Okay. Interesting. Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Joaquin that Phoenix. That makes so much sense. And his that brother, River. River Phoenix. Love him. Candid about being raised in the Children of God cult with the rest of his siblings. His parents joined the controversial cult in the 70s, but eventually became disillusioned with the organization currently called the Family International and broke free. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That. I didn't know that. Did things go awry in that. Child? It totally makes sense. Yeah. That's I've, interesting. Yeah, because you know he has an interesting background. You can just tell. He's got some demons, maybe. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? That's a fact. Uh, how about Neil Young? Did you guys hear about... Neil Young. That's definitely Young. believable. Yeah, right. Definitely believable. Neil Young's support of infamous criminal Charles Manson Ooh. may surprise Ooh. you, but as Young developed his solo career, he took Manson under his wing and cult oh. leader pursued a musical career. Wow. Young even tried to get Manson a record deal with Frank Sinatra's record label shortly before the gruesome murders. You didn't know already. Mr. Elvis Presley also involved. Really? Some heavy hitters here. Some yeah, like these are some big names. iconic people in our landscape for sure. While on a quest for higher spirituality, Elvis Presley became a devotee of Swami Paramahasana Yogasanda's Self-Realization Fellowship. Well done. (sighs) (sighs) Fucker stole kicker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. These are some names of places I've never heard of before, so if I'm butchering your belief system, I'm very sorry. (laughs) Rose McGowan, how about her? Oh, very believable. Okay. I love Rose McGowan. I love her. I can totally see it. Mm-hmm. Actress Rose McGowan was born in Florence, where her father ran an Italian chapter of the Children of God cult. Seems Ooh. to be going around a lot wow. in Hollywood. Her group encouraged its members to have sex at a young age. Oh, no. But fortunately, McGowan and her family fled before she had to participate, allegedly. They, like, force you to participate? Like, what goes on in these places? Wow. Underage sex. Apparently. How are these places like legal? How does this happen? <laughs> it's it's part of their religion. It's a religion, Blair. Yeah. Oh God. And it's tax free. <laughs> How about John Lennon? Really? Oh yes. <laughs> I could see, see it. This. You've heard about Be- this? Believe that. Definitely a, believe it. A vegetarian restaurant, the source, opened in Los Angeles nineteen sixty nine. But it wasn't just an organic restaurant. Mm-mm. It was the center of Source Family Cult Leader by Jim Baker, a.k.a. Father Yod. Wow. 
Father Yod. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed in white robes, the cult followers served John Lennon organic meals often. Before his 1975 death in a hand gliding accident, Baker had 14 wives. 14? 14. Mm. No guy with 15. Wow. Old Western movie cowboy. 15. 15. But this guy, literally. You gotta figure after a dozen, many. you're like, you know what? Number 13? It's you're coming. <laughs> 13's a charm. You're just that mm. special. You're coming along. It was a different time if you wanted to bet a lady. You had to marry her first. So. <laughs> Allegedly, he killed two men with his bare hands. The cult managed to obtain 150 followers of its blend of Western and Eastern philosophies. We've wow. got the best of both worlds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you heat up the ice cubes. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. At the time, many people equated the source to the Manson family. How about... Jaden and Willow Smith, the children of Will and Jada Smith. In a commune? Eh, loosely based. The Smith siblings are rumored to be members of the Organite Society, which claims to be a secret society of of individuals (laughs) who create and place Organite to balance Gaia's energy. Kylie Jenner is also allegedly a member. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. How about There's the, a lot of celebrity kids in that one. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the influencers are turning to that one. Uh, David and Patricia Arquette. The really? Arquette. Definitely believable. Familia. <laughs> Familia. Cut from a different cloth. That wow. Arquette family. Along with their other siblings, David and Patricia Arquette were born into the Skymont Sudbud Commune. Started in 1920s in India, the cult doesn't define itself as a religion, but rather a way of communicating with God in a different way. Meant to be a social experiment and utopia, the commune the Arquettes grew up in lacked running water and the parents abused them during their time there. Oh, no. I'll take neither of those, please. (laughs) I like uh, running water and and less beating. Yeah, no abuse. Hold the abuse, please. (laughs) (laughs) How about Madonna? Oh, I could definitely see that. You know, a lot of this Donna. is making so much more sense. It is. Now that yeah. we're like talking through it. It is. Many followers give a vague definition of Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. Regardless, this ancient mystical interpretation of the Bible, founded in the 1970s, has many celebrity supporters, including Madonna, who's known to wear the red string bracelet associated with Kabbalah. Oh. Often spotted at the Kabbalah Center of Los Angeles, Madonna is known as an avid performer on Friday evenings. The onset of of Shabbat. Former Kabbalah supporters include Roseanne Barr, Jeremy Langford, Elizabeth Taylor, Gwyneth Paltrow, Britney Spears, and Paris Hilton. Really? Gwyneth. That's a list. That is a list. Pretty healthy. That's a healthy list. What about Michelle Pfeiffer? Ooh, okay. 20-year-old Michelle Pfeiffer was duped into joining a cult. When she was new to Hollywood, she befriended a couple who were personal trainers and followed the Brethanarianism, a belief system that food is not necessary and sunlight (laughs) can provide all the nourishments the body needs. (laughs) 
I mean, Fortunately, eat. humans Sunny, don't yeah, live off of photosynthesis. But <laughs> gotta eat. Breath and aerianism. Just focus on that breath. Who needs food? <laughs> food, water? No. If you're hungry, Just take breathe. a deep breath. <laughs> Just breathe. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Ooh, Glenn. At seven years old. Glenn Close's parents joined the Moral Re Armante MRA, an extreme conservative group. The belief system was based on absolutes, absolute honesty, absolute purity, absolute unselfishness, and absolute love. Man. <laughs> that's tough. That's a lot, that's a lot that's of absolutes. That's a lot of absolutes. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, and I get the thought behind a lot of these to not be selfish, to, you know, right. do that, but like. Extremism. Extreme. I don't, I don't like extreme. Everything extreme. in moderation. Exactly. Moderation, yeah. folks. Winona Ryder. Knew you this one. Definitely see this. This is one I knew. When she was just seven, Winona Ryder and her family moved to the Rainbow Family Commune in California, a counterculture hippie group. She lived there for three years with no electricity, no running water. Mm. Where could you do no electricity or no running water? You know... There's no way. It might be tough. No water. You know, I've never no. even been camping, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. Like in my head, I'm like, yeah, of course. And then it's like, oh, no. hell no. No. I, I would do it. I could do it. Right? And then I'm out there. I'm like, oh, I'm well, going to need some like water. camping like, and I've never no. been camping before. So this is going to be tough. <laughs> And that's usually one of the biggest things about camping. That's so hard to think about. Like, you think Blair would be more like of a hunter or a gatherer? <laughs> Good question. A gatherer of electricity to charge your phone. I see. I'm fine without the phone. I'm running water. I would just you is say a tough that one. until it's time to eat and DoorDash is not available <laughs> or anything else. Tyler, what are we gonna phone. do? <laughs> Let's take a break. Enjoying something crunchy? Follow us on social media and tweet us your comments and questions at crunch underscore cast. We encourage you to participate and thank you for listening. And we're back. So that was good stuff. Interesting Interesting stuff, stuff about the commune and living off the grid. Like I get it. Now I want to talk about a couple things that could drive you. To wanting to live off the grid. <laughs> yeah. One of which in particular, when a little bit of technology goes too far. I mean, oh, there's a lot of people freaked out by Alexa. <laughs> and all of our and capabilities. Siri, and all of the things listening to us 24 hours a Everything day. Everything is listening people and watching are very all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of Alexa stories out there. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of Alexa stories. That yeah, bitch interrupts gonna... us all the time. <laughs> we got a couple, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> She's always creeping. Shut the fuck up. With help from the Daily Break and a couple other sources, could you get weird on like a couple? Definitely. I'm kind of scared, but I definitely want to hear Alexa stories. Let's see if we could change your perspective on Alexa. (laughs) Got our grandfather Alexa for Christmas. Loves it. He loves her. Yeah. Wife and I were arguing about something. No clue what it was, but it was getting a little heated. I don't know what Alexa thought she heard, but suddenly interjected with, why don't we change the subject? It was unexpected and relevant enough to be creepy. We both heard it. We both still talk about it years later. 
There was nothing in the app logs. Ooh. What? Just a pipe in. And why don't we change the subject? I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting weird. Let's Ooh. go ahead and change the subject. I mean, that's crazy. Wow. The temperature Ooh. is up four degrees. <laughs> Y'all need to calm down. Cool it down. That's creepy, but it's like Enjoy trying to help at the same Enya. time. So it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. My mom and I were working on stuff quietly in a quiet house when Alexa spontaneously turned on and told us the total number of people that have died in history. Oh, gosh. Spooky. Oh, that's weird. That's not a fact you want to know. Just to like randomly, spontaneously turn on. Let me tell you this creepy fact real fast. Like, okay, (laughs) scare the shit out of me. What's happening? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Keep that info to yourself. My God, that's like the weirdest fact to be told by Alexa. Yeah, that's a weird one. Randomly, my aunt got a Google Home for Christmas. She already has Alexa. This morning, we were messing around with the Google Home and asked, Okay, Google, what do you think of Alexa? And it answered, I like her blue light. And then from across the room, Alexa turned on and said, Thanks. Oh. Oh. I'm scared. These bitches are going to be fighting <laughs> soon. Yeah. Oh. I do not Talking want to be there for other. it. No, that's weird. I wonder if you can like get them into a conversation. Like If you could start something, have one ask the other. And, they're, and they like, just like... Back and forth. If you could get them into like a... Little combo yeah. In, into a thing together. No. Yeah, there's that probably a YouTube out. video for that. It's gotta be. <laughs> there has to be. I got my mother-in-law a dot for Christmas last year. She's a chronic insomniac and tends to go to bed very, very late, like after 3 a.m. One night she was up a lot later than that while watching random TV. Alexa piped up and she said, "Good night, Clarice." <gasps> oh, oh, hell no! My mother-in-law's name isn't Clarice. Oh well. Even creepier. Like, it's gotta go. Good night. It's gotta go. No. Gotta go. No. I'm plugging that bitch. Yeah. Bye. Out of the blue, late one night, without talking to Alexa for hours, she said, if Chuck Norris wants you to know where he is, he'll find you. (laughs) If he doesn't, you won't know until it's too late. (laughs) I mean, I love it. Randomly has like a good Chuck Norris joke. Like, Like, that's fine. Still a little creepy. Well, you think. Still creepy, but. You think this stuff is out of context, but she's literally listening to everything. So if you're watching TV and they say something that sparks her and it just happens to fit what's going on with your situation, it seems a lot creepier than it really should be. Mm -hmm. I hope Mm -hmm. that's the case. We all hope that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> as far as our experience is concerned, yeah. that's been the case so far. The facts about like dead people out of nowhere, no TV, quiet house, like that's creepy as hell. My grandpa passed away a few months back, leaving my grandma to live by herself. She has an Amazon Echo. One night she was alone, getting ready for bed. She heard a song start playing in the living room in a house that was completely silent. Alexa was playing the song Lucille by Kenny Rogers, a song she shares a name with. The song was my grandparents' favorite song to dance to together. It was very strange and timely how Alexa decided to spontaneously play the song only weeks after my grandpa's passing and at a time where my grandma was alone. To me, it seems like it was either an incredible coincidence, terrifyingly observant AI, or the ghost of my grandfather. 
I should note that my grandma does not have any kind of severe memory problems, schizophrenia, or any kind of issue that would lead the family not to believe her. Yeah, that's I believe super her. cool. Yeah, they, I mean, I believe her. Did they listen to it when they were together? I, I believe it's her. Their favorite song that they danced I think it's, to. I think it's terribly Alexa. I think it's terribly observant AI and uh, still scary in its own right. Like, part yeah. AI, part grandpa. <laughs> I think they're all working together, and he's like, "All right, Alexa, from the other side, I need you to play Lucille, okay?" It's all one in of the same. Try not to scare the shit out of her, because this is gonna be weird. W2F, Alexa just told me there are people who can help me, and gave me the number to a suicide prevention hotline. What the hell is wrong with her? No one was even talking to her, and definitely no one said her fucking name. I'm sitting here watching Stargate for God's sake. Oh my God! <laughs> wow. And then bring up suicide prevention hotline. Probably because he was watching Stargate. Yeah, maybe Stargate's <laughs> yeah. the, the precursor. Yeah, it makes no. a lot more sense. We've when seen you a take correlation with Stargate bingers, and yeah, this is the fourteenth <laughs> hour of Stargate for you. I think it's time to call somebody. I think it's time to call somebody. <laughs> it's just a general concern. I asked my dot to play hookup music, and the first song it played was "Echo" by R. Kelly. The Ooh, echo died. They probably have it set up that way. Come on. <laughs> Somebody that's hacked programmed. that. It's that's clever. a hack. It's clever. A May 2018 news article reported that a Portland family's Alexa recorded private conversations within their home. Then without being asked or notifying the family, it sent these conversations to one of their contacts in Seattle. After receiving the audio, she immediately contacted them and advised them to unplug your Alexa devices right now. Upon being contacted about the incident, Amazon apologized profusely to the family and released a statement detailing what they believed took place, saying, We investigated what happened and determined it was an extremely rare occurrence. Even so, the company refused to offer the family a refund for their devices. Recorded what? an entire conversation and then sent it to one of their contacts. That's, That's rare. This rarely happens. Like, what happened? Are you sorry. It's a rare occurrence. We're sorry. What is happening? I mean, that, no. that's, that's confirming a lot of fears right there. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Not so creepy as it cracked me up. Said hello, Kasumi, to my cat. Then, as usual, I said meow, and she meows back at me. Then Alexa started meowing. Oh, okay, weird. (laughs) Why is my Alexa meowing at me? I moved my dot and speaker into the bathroom so I could listen to music in the shower. But the first time I went to pee in the middle of the night, I heard the little ding that she was listening, unplugged immediately. (laughs) Why are you listening to this? Just going to the bathroom, nothing to listen to. (laughs) Hear that? Hearing pee in there. Hearing pee in there. I was trying to turn off some lights, and they kept turning back on. After the third request, Alexa stopped responding and instead did an evil laugh. Oh! The laugh wasn't in the Alexa voice; it sounded like a real person. My wife was there when it happened, and she is the only person who can drop in. I still get chills. What? Oh, they got like hacked yeah. or something? I'd have to. That's so creepy. New devices all around. Oh, yeah. All of it's got to go. Burn the house down. Yeah, we're moving. (laughs) New names, new everything. (laughs) My mom's Alexa randomly turned on, started glowing. My mom was like, Alexa, what are you doing? 
She said, I'm trying to learn new things. My mom said, no one told you to do that. And she was like, okay, and turned off. <laughs> uh, is that their way of like they're saying listening. Oh, they're all yeah. listening. They're listening. Last one. One of my supervisor's kids was telling her a joke in front of her, Alexa. And out of nowhere, Alexa says, that's a funny joke. And then proceeded to tell her own joke. I'm trying to one-up you. Yeah. It's a creepy bitch. Yeah. Oh, I'm plugging it all. I don't like her. I don't like it. I don't like her at Gotta all. Gotta go. She's listening to us right now. I'm a little weary. We got her on mute, so she doesn't <laughs> chime in for no fucking you know reason. She's still listening. She's like, you don't hear me, but I hear you. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Unsubscribing from something crispy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is like beyond creepy. Like I, you always get scared of like ai and what it could get to anyway and then you're like oh yeah this is cool this is what i wonder what this alexa and echo does and it's like oh it's just so everyone can listen and creep on your life <laughs> let's move on switch it up a little bit mm-hmm. i saw a nice fat oversized novelty super healthy inflated list yes <laughs> just how we like that it pissed me off that needed to Royally. get Ooh. lubed up and fisted just ready to fur the fist and let's fist the list <laughs> yes buzzfeed provided 62 shows that got canceled way too fucking soon <laughs> okay yeah this got me angry Okay, so if I were to list 62 shows that they did in this article, how many think would overlap between what I think, you know, got canceled too soon, into too soon, and what they have canceled too soon? Say... 30? 10%. That's that's a fair guess. Of their 62, I agreed with one. One? One. One. We've made a list together. We've combined our list. We're going to go over our list. Of our list that we made... There is one that overlaps Holy with theirs. Holy cow. Freaks and Geeks. Oh. It's the only one that made it. <laughs> Freaks and Definitely Geeks. On the I mean, I don't even know where to start with this. They they started with pushing daisies. What? I, I mean, we have everything on here from the mysteries of Laura. <laughs> Who? Happy Land. The mysteries where? of Laura? <laughs> what? True Calling. Never heard of it since eight. This is not. This is a list of every show that's ever been canceled. Is what it is. Yeah, right. this is yeah, like top just, faves. Like wish I shouldn't. Have yeah, been. alphabetical order in the last five years. Who's the, been canceled? The Finder, Eye Candy, Agent Carter, Manhattan Love Story. See, this is hard because there's shows that get canceled. And then there's shows that end. Right. And shows that end too early. And that's right. kind of how we did ours. Like, we'll specify, I think, yeah. what got canceled and what just... Because Fleabag is a good example. Right. That's two seasons Two in, seasons of winning like everything you could possibly win. And they're like, yeah, we're done. Yep. That's all we needed. Like, it's not being canceled. Amazon would be stupid to, like, yeah, say, they no. they won everything. Oh, our most successful show ever by a long shot? Yeah, we're not into it. <laughs> like, Definitely gotta go. We don't want a season three. I'm trying to go into another direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Shit's Creek. Ending. Not canceled. Not ending. But just because sad, it's sad done with their it story. Could keep going for another wish four it, or five just seasons. Just wish it was still going. Well, we're fisting this list, which yes. is the canceled shows. 62 shows that got canceled too fucking soon. Let's see. Like a, a good one I think of that like was a great show that should have kept going that just got canceled too soon was Blue Mountain State. Yeah. 
We all agreed. That was so funny. Blue Mountain State was a great show. That should have been canceled. That, that should still be going today with just, just a new group a few, of guys. So, some episodes were kind of hit and miss. The Drug Olympics <laughs> episode <laughs> yeah. so of funny. Blue Mountain State. I want to say it's like episode four or five in the first season. That's one of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen. Could be this the funniest us over. 30 minutes ever made. God, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was really good. Blue Mountain no, State. I definitely agree. Canceled too soon. What else do we have on our list? We, of course, have yeah, Freaks and Geeks. How, um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. And they even brought it back. They did they, try yeah. and bring it back. It was like three seasons. It and was. Then, and, they, and then like 10 years later, did like a season. It's not the same. They didn't get Just all the actors to work on the same day. Like they would do scenes with like two actors at a time. And they would only rely on flashbacks from before stuff. Yeah, and I just wish that, they that did was more half of the, the episode beginning. was like narration, old stuff, and then the new scenes. Just needed more. More is more in that situation. Yeah. Um, I know Tyler Chappelle show. Yeah, one of my and favorites. Like, well, and they, I mean, they offered him what fifty million dollars to keep doing Chappelle show. Allegedly, yeah. Wasn't canceled, but like ended too soon. Yeah, on his own accord, he basically walked away just to get the deal done. But then took some time off and got his money back through a Netflix deal. Right. So good for him, but it's sad that uh, that could have been one of the best sketch comedy shows of all time. I think people could agree with that. Party Down? Party Down. Uh, like that was a ca- that, that was a canceled show. Yeah, that show made it two seasons, maybe maybe three, but star-studded cast of people that you would certainly recognize today. Right. They all turned into somebody. Kind of like Freaks and Geeks where you just like recognize everybody and yeah. they all turned into something like afterwards. Maybe when it went different directions than how they normally started out, but yeah, they individually turned out awesome and that show was really good about catering and people that are kind of stuck in the catering job do you hate that when there's just such a good show so many good people and it's like and it's canceled yeah and sometimes you don't even appreciate it until you go back and you see like how good they were and you're like that should never been canceled think anybody felt that way about good girls revolt (laughs) or the gates (laughs) there was probably some passionate people out there that just yeah loved that kind of stuff unnatural history Ooh, I could be into that. All right, what about Who Done It? <laughs> Do you know That's what terrible. show I wish? I actually don't even know if it got canceled or what, but I just think it could have like gone on for so many more episodes. And this is a random one too. I don't know why I thought of this, but to catch a predator. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen, <laughs> Dateline NBC. That's definitely one that ended. Definitely to one catch that a ended predator, they should still be out there catching those predators. So what are you doing I mean, here? What are you doing here right now? You, got, <laughs> you know who yeah, I am? Yeah, so, so what are you doing here right now? You know who I am? You, you know who I am? What's my name? You know who I am? You're Chris Hansen. Yeah. Damn straight, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to this 13-year-old boy. <laughs> Is this a picture of your... <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have on here that we know was canceled? Oh, Rescue 911. <sighs> How do Just you cancel? Just a favorite from back in the day. And now all the like old crappy can't even like make out what's what reruns are making a comeback and they're all in like the retro it's networks. It's like you canceled uh, it when it was so great. Like you just should have let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Should have let it go. There was another one that I felt like we all kind of started getting into also was Crashing. Crashing was awesome. Yeah. That was that a was cool a great show. Loved about stand up comedy. HBO I thought it was original. well done. Pete Holmes. 
Filos, yes. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was good. No, that was, yeah. Canceled. The story of a stand-up comic moving to New York City. Good cameos. A lot of comedians. Yeah. I was into it. That was a, that was a great show. Well, it's brutal when shows get canceled too soon. There's so many more, too, I'm sure. There's I'm sure everybody more. has a handful that just wish they could keep their favorite show going and going and going. But this is like, these are the shows that had legs. and It made it two seasons. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, they should have gotten more than that. Probably scheduling, complexions, things like that. Well, this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Fuck. <laughs> the holistic community was founded by Sri Swami Sachidananda. <laughs> Silly, sippy, slippy, slammy. Swinson, Swanson? Satch. Maybe it's on the briefcase. That's so getting edited out. I just, I wasn't even going to make it. I'm just going to stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Lean into it. You just gotta lean into it. As soon as the ayahuasca wears off, we're going home. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs>